Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. So today I have Myrna Selzler joining me with Camino Consulting. Myrna, thanks for joining me. How are you? I'm great and I'm really pleased to be here. Happy to chat with you today. Excellent. So tell me a little bit about Camino Consulting, what you do. Okay, well, I just actually, I sold my, my business, which was a real estate company about three years ago. I had a two-year management contract and one year to figure my life out a little bit. And <laughs> I went on my third Camino. And Caminos are um, spiritual paths, spiritual heights through Portugal and Spain. And I went on one last fall and got thinking about what I wanted to do with my life now. And what Camino means is one life, many paths. And that sort of follows with my beliefs in that we just do have one life, but we can take one of many paths, and no matter what path we take, it will serve us in the end. So we don't need to be too hepped up about making the wrong decisions all the time. So that's kind of a, a cool thing. It, yeah, I like that. It offers us some freedom and some flexibility, and we don't need to be so right and so wrong. We can have a little bit of flow in our life, mm. which is far more pleasant. Absolutely. So what do you do in Camino Consulting? Who do you work with? Work with businesses and not-for-profit organizations, but primarily businesses. Hmm. And our goal with, to work with those businesses is all pretty much revolves around the people because we believe that the people make the business and having hmm. taking care of the people will in fact lead to the profit. So if we do a good enough job with the people, we don't need to worry too much about the profit. We need to be prudent. But if that's our, that's our primary concern, we would probably, we're chasing an elusive, elusive goal. So we work with these organizations, with their leadership team, with their people, um, with some of their systems, but mostly with the people to make sure the people are in the right seats, that leaders are, being, are leading the way that they want to lead and should lead and can lead with integrity. Because it, it feeds into my bigger goal. So when I was um, much younger, I sort of thought it'd be really fun if I could create more employment than the federal government, you know, great job. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and then uh, I kind of woke up and thought that's going to be hard to do. And what has occurred to me is that if in, in my work in my consulting field, if there's good companies that are well run, they get to treat their people. Well, they pay their people. Well, their people go home and tell their kids that they love their job. They don't yell at the wife, scream at the kids and kick the dog. <laughs> they have enough energy to go out into the community and out in the community, they can coach soccer. They can be a guide or a scout leader. They can um, be part of their church community. They can do all kinds of things because they have the energy. If people work for poorly run companies are not treated well, not respected, not paid well, they just want to lay on the couch or they want to play video games all day. Right. And so my goal is, my ultimate goal is if I can help companies become better companies so that they can treat their people better, we'll have better communities. So my big outcome is better communities, but the way I'm attacking it is by having better companies. Okay. Very good. Well, it just is really cool because I can see the difference because one of the questions I ask when I, I have a, a program called the Chameleon Communicator and it's, it's a teamwork thing. And when I ask people if they ever been mismanaged, everybody's always been mismanaged and they felt <laughs> like crap. 
And sometimes they've got those things called the golden handcuffs. And they're too well paid or they're too close to retirement or something. And they're, they feel trapped. And it creates almost like a post-traumatic stress disorder for them because they, they have no choices. So my goal is to give people choice and to give them techniques and understand how they can go beyond that and be happy with their work and happy with their lives and contribute to the community. Wow. That's the, uh, the flywheel, right? It all feeds into each other. It all, it all feeds into each other. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. Well, tell me, how long have you been doing Camino Consulting now? Well, basically a year, but my history is um, when I was 26, I started my first real estate company hmm. and it was a commercial, residential real estate company. I'd only sold commercial real estate prior to that. So that, but I knew bread and butter was <laughs> residential. So I did that. And during that time, I got to teach both the licensing course and sales courses, which is a lot about mindset. And after I sold that company, I realized that was part of the business that I really, really enjoyed. So I um, got rights to some training programs Mm -hmm. and started being a training and leadership consultant for over 10 years. Then I had an opportunity to go back into the real estate business and I bought half a company and then I very quickly bought the whole company. Had it for six years, four times the top line, 17 times the bottom line and had a blast because I had amazing people working with me, sold it, had a two-year management contract and here I am today. All right. But this is... This is what gives most meaning to my life is to get these companies and get people to recognize their potential. One of my goals is when I talk to people, I always want to reflect their greatness because people say things and they don't always understand what they're saying reflects how good they are and how deeply they think and what their offering is to the world. And I like to reflect that back to them so they can go, oh, I never knew that about me. But because it's so inherent in them that they don't think about the fact that they're different than other people. So Mm -hmm. reflecting people's greatness is really important to me. I like that. I like that. Well, so along the way, because you have like a lot of experience coming into now that you're going to pour into Camino Consulting, what was like one of your top aha moments or mistakes that you made that kind of you've brought along as your key knowledge that you're pouring into this now? One of the things was when I started my first real estate company, I was managing, I was recruiting, I was training, Mm. I was selling so that we could pay the bills And I didn't know how I would grow to scale. So the first, I'll tell you two things I did. The first thing I did was I got real clarity about who I wanted in my team. At that time, I had a Century 21 franchise. And one day I came into the office and I found out that two of my sales ladies had been at the bar that night, dancing on tables, twirling their gold jackets over their head. "Mm, that's not quite the image that I really want for my company. (laughs) So I got clarity. Like I literally wrote down what I wanted in a person and I defined even what they would wear for clothes, what kind of car they would drive, um, what kind of family they would be in because I wanted in my words, and this, I don't want this to sound derogatory, but steady eddies, people whose lives did not, did not dance on bar tables at night, (laughs) did not go up and down like that. Because I could predict my income, I could predict my sales volume if I had people that could work, would work predictably. Hmm. I finally, after three months of having this clear vision, I finally got one of these people. I'm like, whew, like that was a long haul. (laughs) And then I got another one because like attracts like. So I recruited a group of people that stayed with me forever, um, worked really well together, low drama, low maintenance, didn't need any special favors. But we were a good, solid company that I could, I could trust them to do good work for their clients and that they would not 
land any, any of us in jail or anything like that. So that was really cool. But then once I started to get these people, like I was still having to do some sales because they were still, they were growing in their careers. And I remembered hearing that, that saying about people don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. Absolutely. So every morning I'd walk around the office and see people and say things. Oh, so how was your kid's hockey game? Oh, gee, how's your mom doing? And I'm such so task oriented. It was like my feet were nailed to the floor. I didn't even want to just get going. With this, right. And, but I did at that and um, chatted with them about these things, this small talk, as I call it. And then I do it again in the afternoon because a different crew of them would show up in the afternoon. Right. And it was just like absolute magic after about three weeks we quit talking about the small talk and they started to say things like, I'm struggling with this deal or I don't know how to work mm. with this customer or how do I write this clause for this contract? And we're having far deeper and far more meaningful conversations. And what that meant then is the sales volume went up. And as the sales volume went up, I didn't have to sell anymore. Mm. But suddenly I got to be the manager. I got to be the recruiter, the trainer, and I got to work with the people. So it was working on my business instead of in my business. And it was a complete transformation. So I've always had that philosophy ever since then that I do not, I do not sell. I do not compete with my salespeople mm. because I want them to know that that is their job, their front and center. And they are in fact, my customers. I like that. So, so good. So much taking better. that away, like building your team and like knowing what you want for your team and then kind of backing into it from like, this is where the goal is and what creates, you know, what accomplishes that goal. I like that. Yeah, it was, it was very cool. And when I was recruiting, it was so easy to be really clear about who I was and what I was going to offer them. Hmm. So they knew in no uncertain terms what they were getting if they came to see me. That's just the way <laughs> it is. And I'm not changing for you. There's going to be one set of rules. We're all going to follow the same set of rules because otherwise you guys are going to go for a beer and you're going to say, hey, I arm wrestled Myrna and I got a better deal than you got. No, no. <laughs> you all get the same deal. You're all my favorites. It's, all good. <laughs> it's like having children. You're all my all favorites. Totally I love you all the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're all the same. You're all the same, but different. We could, that might be another conversation we have. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, what kind of fun projects do you have going on right now with Camino? Oh, um, just starting to work on pro a project with um, an organization that specializes in selling businesses. Hmm. And many people want to sell their businesses and they're not ready for sale. They're, they're hmm. too focused on the, the boss. They may have uh, too focused on an employer, employee. Um, they may not have a diverse enough stream income stream and so I'm going to be working with those people that have businesses that are not ready to sell and getting them ready to sell and I'm also going to be working with real estate managers and owners to get them and give them some of the tips I've had for building a real estate company that is scalable it's easier to manage you're not going 24 7 and it's more stable because you have have the right people something just fell in the other room <laughs> I guess we'll worry about that later. You know, it, it will probably still be there. <laughs> it will be there. It will be there. <laughs> so tell me then about your ideal customer at this moment. Like who are you finding that you resonate with and they have the most success working with you? It would be real estate managers, owners and managers, hmm. because I've been in their shoes most recently and I understand the pain that they're in and the struggle that they have. And, you know, you, you pour your heart out into working with people. And then they leave you because somebody else tempts them aside. And the strategies that I have, like in, in the, typically in the industry, a third of the people are coming in, a third are staying, and a third are going. And that is just so hard to have 
predictable sales, predictable volume with that. It, so if you can retain them and hold them fast to you, you can have predictable sales volume. You can offer more programs. You can offer them more services. Hmm. For example, it's quite uncommon in a real estate company to have a benefit package, you know, to pay for teeth and prescription. That's just common. I just, that's part of my philosophy. So we had things like that. And that helped, again, was another string that tied the people to my office. But I identified the pain and the challenge and the complexity between working with the people, making it profitable, and then there's all the, the governing bodies that want to have a say into how we write contracts and so on. I understand their pain and I'd like to alleviate it so that it can be a, a fun experience and rewarding because they can, they can work really well with their people. Mm, absolutely. So any so, business struggling? To, to get, <laughs> I think the other thing is I think every business should be getting ready for sale the minute it starts. And that's how I oh, viewed my yes. companies. So that you don't, you, you have a very clean set of books. And if somebody walks in and says, Hey, I'd like to buy your company, you're ready and you're getting maximum value Mm because it's a multiplier saving 500 bucks. You get a multiplier of five is 2,500 bucks more that you get in value. So don't be fooling around. (laughs) That's funny. I actually, um, one of my friends works for a small business brokerage as well. And that's one of the things he just constantly drills home is like, begin with the end in mind, right? Like we have to begin knowing that at some point you might want to exit. And even if not, your CPA will thank you and your employees will thank you and all those things. But it really makes a difference, especially when you're talking about an exit, about what you're getting at that bottom line. Yeah, it makes such a difference. We had to redo our financial statements to prove to the the bank for for the purchase of my business. And there was not a penny out because we ran it so clean. Mm-hmm. And that goal, run it clean because it will pay such big dividends. But sometimes we get a little bit short-sighted. Yeah. What yeah. seems easier in the short term sometimes yeah. is not easier in the it's long not term. Easier. And it causes you more pain and more complexity. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me about three to five years from now. Where do you see Camino going? Well... If I can get these businesses going better, I can have more employees. I, I won't have more employees, but I will have created more employment. I will have created better communities. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's ultimately my goal. And I would like to create within that, I will be creating masterminds and communities so that business people can get, start to rely on each other and count on each other for support. Because mm-hmm. I, had, I belong to a mastermind and I needed a new accountant. And so I went to my mastermind group and said, these are the three people I'm looking at. And I got cautioned away from two of them because they knew inside stuff. Mm. And it would, again, completely change my financials had I gone with one of the other two. So to develop those communities of support changes everything because it's really tough. It's, it can be quite lonely being in a business by yourself. Yeah. Who do you talk to? Who do you talk to? Because you certainly most often can't talk to your employees about the things that are concerning you. Right. Yeah. Right. We see that quite often working with solopreneurs. Yes. Who are just starting or they have one to three people on their teams and they, you know, developing community is very important. So I like that that's part of your vision. It is part of my vision because that's what, that's what gives us the strength to carry on sometimes. Mm -hmm. And again, reflecting people's greatness and reminding people of the good that they're doing Mm -hmm. and the better that they can do. Absolutely. Well, and I'm sure that you've gotten this from time to time, but especially those of us who maybe make our living online or doing things that are maybe not as traditional, somebody who understands what you do, right? Mm -hmm. When like everybody else in your, in your IRL, your in real life life is like, I don't know, Liz does something, but she's online and it's, I don't know, but she makes a living, you know, and having people who understand like what that looks like in your day in and day out is just invaluable. 
it is because you feel heard, you feel validated. Mm-hmm. And some of it, like, I can't explain to my mom what I do. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just complicated. Like, it's okay, mom, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For the first two years we were married, my husband would be like, yeah, Liz, why don't you ask Liz what she does? It was like this <laughs> running joke about like, well, if you take in the, uh, yeah, it's fine. You know, so yeah, you'd be like, I good. mean, yeah, she's doing okay. So, you know, yeah. and she's having a good time doing it. It looks like yeah, exactly likes who she works with. It's good. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Well, uh, tell me how can our community jump on board and support you? Well, one of the ways they could support me and it would support them in turn is we'll put information on so they can connect with me individually or connect through my office and we'll give them a complimentary profile because one of the things I do is behavioral profiling, which helped me select the right people, the select the right salespeople and the right administrative people. Mm. And what I believe is so strong about that is if once people can understand who they are, they will better be able to interact with other people Mm. and they will start to recognize that other people are different and they develop some skills about how to communicate with people that are different because if we can adapt a little bit, communicate with other people more effectively it will serve our purpose and it'll serve their purpose and it'll just make the world a much smoother easier place so i'd like to offer them a complimentary profile if they would like that and they get it it's about a 50 page report all about them wow yeah all (laughs) 20 20 to 30 minutes to complete so we'll we'll create a link for that so that they can actually use that and how they can support me is if they know people that are struggling in business, being alone, trying to figure out how they're going to make their business grow stronger, mm. solve people problems, get better cash flow, those kinds of things. That's what I do. I love talking about that stuff all day long. Like I'm almost boring about it, but I'm so passionate about it. I don't think I'm that boring. <laughs> Absolutely not. I like it. Um, where can we find you online? You can find me at chameleon, pardon me, CaminoConsulting.ca. And... I'm also on valuedriver.ca, so a couple of different sites, Excellent. just like there. So we'll, I'll put the, we'll put those in some notes as well so people can find them more easily. And they can also find me on LinkedIn. And on LinkedIn, they'll find a bunch of articles that I've been writing that might give them a flair, an idea of who I am mm-hmm. and what my philosophy is so that they can see if they resonate with that. If they do, great. If they don't, that's good. All, all good. Excellent. Well, Myrna, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you chatting and telling us more about Camino Consulting. I appreciate your time too, Liz. Take care. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. 
Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.